0: Welcome to the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast, where we can help you build confidence with your orthopedic evaluation and management skills. We hope you enjoy the show. And now, for your host, Paul Marquis.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 104 of the Ortho Eval Pal Podcast. And today, we are going to be talking about the soleus muscle. Now, in episode 100, I talked about how we are going to be adding a few things. We're going to be answering questions from folks, and we're going to be talking about different isolated structures, maybe a little more in-depth, uh, and so we can get a better feel for uh, you know some of these different muscles, joints, nerves, tendons, and how they function. And so um, I recently had a patient uh, who had some issues with some Achilles tendinitis, and I started thinking about the biomechanics of the foot and ankle, and I said, you know, this would be a great time to be talking about the soleus muscle. So today we're going to be talking about the origin and insertion. We're going to break down what the muscle does. We're going to talk about chronic overuse uh, injuries to the soleus, and we're going to talk about the soleus' the soleus's role uh, regarding shin splints and much more. So before we get started, I'd like to just take a uh, minute to uh, get a word from our sponsor. Do
0: you experience leg and foot fatigue when standing for long periods of time? A main doctor and the company he founded, Mainly Technology Group, have created a high-tech all-terrain chemical-free sock designed to reduce fatigue. The Easy Glider Sock has a graduated compression weave to keep blood flowing and to keep you energized. Created by Dr. Lee Thibodeau, the Easy Glider is also frictionless, lightweight, warm, extremely durable, and wicks away moisture. The socks will stay fresh for days, thanks to the organic antimicrobial agent, Kytosan. Easy Glider is the only sock you'll ever need for sports, work, and leisure. To find out more, visit EasyGliderSocks.com. That's EZGliderSocks.com. Did you know that over 90% of foot and ankle problems are caused by a tight calf muscle? Introducing the Easy Slant, a durable, adjustable, and portable calf stretching device. The Easy Slant was designed to increase stretching compliance and get you back on your feet and feeling better faster. So if you work with patients seeking to ease or avoid foot pain, or clients who want to improve their athletic performance, look no further. Visit easyslant.com to learn more. Or order yours today. Enter coupon code OEP for a 10% discount on your first Easy SLAT
1: hello everyone and welcome back as I said um, you know I want to talk about the anatomy a little bit of the soleus muscle today uh, we're gonna break this down some and um, you know as, as some of us know the soleus is is you know part of that tricep surrey, that uh, gastrox soleus complex and the gastrocnemius is a two joint muscle whereas the soleus is a one joint muscle and so let's just talk about the soleus alone today we'll going to take the gastroc out of the picture. And uh, we'll just talk about that soleus. And so the soleus, first of all, you know, its primary function is to plant our flex the foot. So basically getting us some acceleration off of the floor and pushing ourselves forward. So it helps to get the heel up and propel ourselves forward. It really helps a lot with stabilization, especially when we're trying to balance. Um, and we'll talk about a couple other uh, functions uh, in just a little bit. But I think you need to know that the soleus is innervated by the nerve roots of S1 and S2 and, and finally innervated by the tibial nerve. Now, that's very important because if you see a patient come in with some weakness of the gastro soleus uh, complex, you need to be considering that there could be some sort of a nerve issue, not only a um, musculotendinous issue that could be affecting uh, the patient. So where does this soleus originate? Well, it starts at a fibrous attachment at the posterior fibular aponeurosis. And so posterior fibula aponeurosis and the medial border of the tibial shaft. And I want you to remember that, that it's that medial border of the tibial shaft and kind of just hold that in the back of your head for a little bit. Okay. And um, we're going to be talking about that some more. And then of course it follows the tibia down the leg and inserts to the posterior calcaneus. But if you really dissect out, the posterior calcaneal region and the insertion of the Achilles tendon, you'll find that some of the fibers off of the gastroc and soleus complex migrate to the medial side of the calcaneus, okay? So... I want you to, um, to to remember that, okay? So the fibers attach more medially than they do laterally and not just dead center like most people think, all right? So you can see overuse injuries in the soleus muscle um, both at the insertion and at the origin. And so like people who are four foot runners, um, you know, they may have that knee bent a little bit more, and they eliminate the gastrocnemius muscle, they're over utilizing that soleus some, and sometimes you can end up with an Achilles tendonitis, tendinopathy, um, or some sort of a um, posterior heel problem, because of uh, that overuse distally. Now, if you I want you to try to imagine this now, okay? So, um, and again, don't close your eyes and try to visualize this, especially if you're driving your car down the highway um, or riding your bike, uh, you know, on a nice trail. Um, But I want you to really think about this. The Achilles tendon likes to pull in a very straight line, okay? And that's how those fibers are made. So think about this. When you um, take a step and you are going into the heel strike phase, that heel hits the ground and starts to go into calcaneal valgus for the majority of folks. Now, once that goes into valgus, you need to remember that those fibers that I talked about earlier, the Achilles fibers, attach medially. So as that heel goes into a valgus position, that soleus is working hard now eccentrically to hold the heel in a more neutral position because the knee is going into a bent position while they are loading, while putting a load on that foot. And so you have this huge eccentric load pulling at the medial aspect of the heel to try to prevent that calcaneal valgus. Well, not only is the soleus working hard there, but it's working really hard at its origin on the medial tibial aspect. And so it's not uncommon for people to develop a periostitis or quote-unquote shin splints because that soleus is working too hard and there's excessive amount of calcaneal valgus when people heel strike. And so um, how do you treat this? Well, you want to obviously try to prevent that excessive amount of uh, varus and valgus and that excessive bowing of the Achilles side to side, which it does not like to do. It likes to kind of ride in a straight line. Um, So number one, if people are really tight in the uh, soleus and the gastroc soleus and the Achilles region, I usually have people on the easy slant stretching right away um, with both the knee straight and the knee bent. And I make this a very, very progressive program, but I don't just focus on that. I really focus on trying to Stabilize that heel with the use of a good orthotic. Um, I typically, you can use a an off-the-shelf type of orthotic. I like to do a custom uh, orthotic because then I can take that heel and put it in a nice neutral position, support the medial arch so the foot doesn't pronate so much and feed into that calcaneal valgus type of position. Um, So we get them into a nice custom orthotic and um, try to stabilize them a little bit better so that that foot doesn't collapse. And then I look at other biomechanical issues that may cause the heel to collapse and the medial arch to collapse, such as a tight periformis or having a, a retroverted. Type of leg posture. Um, And, you know, folks who are really tight and can't squat very well um, will collapse at the feet to compensate for that. So I take a look at that functional squat also and see how they present with that. I may do some modalities. And then obviously I'll get into a strengthening program and a loading program um, to try to keep them in a nice neutral position, activate, um, you know, both in an isometric and an eccentric fashion um, so that we can start to get some tension and load. On that um, that Achilles, and so you know the soleus can be a source of shin splints, and that's what I'm trying to drive home today: is that you know the shin splint does not always come from the anterior tib or the posterior tib muscle, or uh, you know, g- genuine you know stress fractures or stress um, issues to the uh, tibia, but can be coming from the soleus and I want you to be thinking about that and I want you to analyze the patient's gait and uh, take a look at that uh, calcaneus when it strikes the uh, ground and see what happens there Um, and I think that oftentimes if you can correct them biomechanically you'll take a lot of load off of that uh, posterior medial tibial region and decrease the stress there and uh, you know help with uh, the uh, stress fracture uh, issues there so This is where, uh, you know, I I think the soleus is a a big factor, and I think we kind of forget it. You know, it's kind of sitting under there, and uh, we don't always take this into consideration. And um, so something for you folks to think about, all right? I hope you enjoyed today's show and uh, please give me some feedback on what you think about isolating certain joints, certain muscles, and just kind of getting into the nitty gritty of individual um, anatomical areas. And uh, please uh, leave me a, a message uh, and, uh, at paul at com. I'd love to hear your comments and uh, please make sure that you go to Apple podcast, Spotify or wherever you listen to your um, podcast, leave a rating and review. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. Good or bad, uh, I want to uh, I want to hear it so we can just make the show better. Uh, and again, folks, thank you very much for listening and uh, till next episode. Take care.
0: We hope you've enjoyed the show. For some more awesome content, go to orthoevalpal.com. Can't wait to see you there.